G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. As you may know, Tasmania is going through a process right now debating whether to introduce euthanasia, sometimes referred to as voluntary assisted dying. It's not just Tasmania. There's also this debate happening in South Australia and in the state of Queensland. Well, this weekend, to get a focus on what's happening in Tasmania, this coming Sunday, outside Tasmania's parliament, there is a public gathering that's planned, and it's being billed by Christians as a public witness against Tasmania's euthanasia legislation. The organisers say it's the last chance in Tasmania for people to oppose doctors killing patients. Let's get some insights into what's happening. Someone who is in the heat of the battle where the euthanasia legislation is already enacted in Victoria, Babette Francis, who leads Endeavour Forum and is an outspoken advocate against this idea of doctors killing patients. Babette, welcome back to 2020. Uh, thank you very much. I'm not, we're not just a case uh, opposed to doctors killing patients, but anyone killing patients, you know, nurses, relatives, uh, <laughs> so-called uh, activists. You know, nobody should be killing patients. Well, this is the anyone. essence of it, isn't it, Babette? This is the, the heart and, uh, and central nature of what being pro-life is, because when we recognize that God is the giver of life, we recognize no one's got the right to take it away. That's why it's easy to be able to say, I'm pro-life and I resist euthanasia. Isn't that the case? Absolutely, and uh, our organisation is also opposed to uh, uh, capital punishment. You know, this, um, this is going off on a sidetrack, but just to uh, sort of express the view that God is the giver of life and no one has the right to take it away. Now, we should say that this protest on Sunday is being organised by Pro-Life Victoria, that's uh, but right. the, the challenge of and getting Denise the word Cameron, out. a wonderful lady, is the president of Pro-Life Victoria. There is a challenge, isn't there? Getting the word out at short notice and hoping that there's a crowd that will gather to be substantial enough to make an impact. What are your thoughts on people oh, supporting absolutely. these and things? They should tell some of the heartbreaking stories connected with this, uh, with euthanasia legislation. You know, there was this there was that uh, well-authenticated um, uh, report of a woman who had originally uh, signed up for euthanasia, said she wanted to be euthanized if she became terminal or whatever. But when they actually came to give her the injection or whatever they used, she fought vigorously against it, you know. Um, she was, uh, of course, it was too late because she was fairly inarticulate and elderly and not very strong. And uh, their euthanasia, by that time, she changed her mind. And the yeah, uh, very sad, heartbreaking stories like this. It is a heartbreaking story, and when you recognise that people can change their mind at the last minute, but who is there to say that's okay? We won't deliver the uh, yes, lethal oh, injection. You know, or- when 
when you're young and hale and hearty, you can sign up and say, oh, well, when I become old and I can't do this, that or the other, you know, my favorite sport is, is football or basketball. And when I can't play anymore, I just would be just as happy if I was dead. But when it really comes to the point, you know, people do cling on to life and uh, uh, they change their minds, and sometimes it can be too late. You know, there have been terrible stories of uh, patients having to be held down because they'd signed some uh, document to be euthanized, and then they changed their minds, but they got injected anyway. So it's very, very dangerous legislation. We are wired that way to remain alive and to remain uh, kicking and screaming and not wanting to die. Let me ask you about the need for a big crowd in Hobart on Sunday. Uh, Some people no doubt will be reluctant to be out on the streets for fears of COVID and issues around social distancing. What are your thoughts for people who might be thinking, I maybe won't go to that protest because of that? Is this something that you would maybe take the risk uh, it depends on when you say take the risk up. I'd take some uh, risk if it was just personal risk to my health. But if it was against the law to uh, to gather or uh, whatever, then I would be reluctant to be involved because I think we should be law-abiding. You know, if we expect uh, just laws to uh, be implemented, then we should abide by them ourselves. We shouldn't break the law unless it's a case of absolute emergency to save somebody's life or Uh, or something like that. Uh, Let's assume that the organisers are doing everything within the law on Sunday when this gathering will take place. The reality is, uh, Babette, that so many Tasmanians won't even be aware of the details of this dreadful legislation that they're considering now. This is why it's so important to raise the profile every opportunity you get. Yes, and, and you're to be commended for giving me a voice to uh, uh, to express my uh, opposition to uh, the euthanasia legislation. I really, I really do commend you. You know that there should be much more of this on on the radio and, and uh, possibly TV or something. I've seen nothing on TV. There probably possibly has been something, but I haven't seen very much at all. In fact, anything at all. Babette, you're in Victoria. In Victoria, they said the numbers would be low and uh, the numbers over this past year of people who have been through this process uh, to euthanasia, uh, I think the prediction was there'd be something like 12 people. I think instead there was 124. What are your thoughts for the fact that there's always going to be a big blowout and the numbers are going to be much higher than a lot of MPs might like to lead you to believe? I think that's very sad, and I think it's connected to uh, the decline of um, of religion, or rather the decline of uh, pastors and priests failing to uh, to speak on this, to sermonize on this, to have their homilies uh, on this, because uh, let's face it, mo- many of the attendees at church are in the elderly range, the over 50 range, and uh, uh, there should be uh, many more homilies in churches pointing out the, the evil of euthanasia legislation. Babette, the organisers are using an interesting terminology here and some people might think that it's uh, a little over the top, but I wonder what your thoughts are around the idea of legalising doctor killing. What are your thoughts around uh, you know, that terminology? Is it too tough? Uh, it, is, it is harsh, but, uh, 
maybe it's appropriate that it's applied in that stage. Doctors should never be involved in uh, killing. In fact, nobody should be involved in killing, but particularly not doctors because their patients are so vulnerable. You know, they'll swallow or accept it as an injection, anything that the doctor says, this is for your own good, you know. So uh, in particular, doctors should not be involved in this uh, in this type of practice. Uh, you know, it's come from a, from a veterinarian's perspective, you know, where we put on uh, animals who are too injured or uh, too ill to be um, to have a um, meaningful life. But for human beings, our life is uh, meaningful even if we are not very mobile or we're suffering some degree of pain or some degree of disease. Uh, we are more, we are more than, uh, much more than animals. You know, we have an immortal soul and, uh, we should never be in quotes put down because of a disease or disability. It's all very well, isn't it, for us talking about this before the protest event on Sunday. But from what I glean, the organisers are using this protest event because they want to see a front page newspaper coverage on Monday morning that the people of Tasmania are outraged that the law is going this way. Any thoughts about the sort of publicity that can be generated if people are energetic enough to get out on the street and actually make their voice heard? It completely fractures the the, uh, relationship of trust between uh, doctors and patients, between all doctors and all patients, if you think your doctor is capable of uh, terminating a life rather than trying to heal or uh, or, or um, provide pain relief, it fractures all the uh, uh, relationship of trust between a doctor and patient. Babette, it's not just Tasmania. Queensland and South Australia are now up against these sorts of debates that are going on in parliaments around legalising this idea of doctors killing patients. What are your thoughts for ways that Tasmanians may well even lead the way if there is some sort of an outcry on the streets of Tasmania uh, that, might re- that might resonate around the nation? I think they have to be commended, the ones who have summoned up the time and energy to protest. I think that's excellent. It's very, very dangerous because you start off with, you know, terminating the lives of people who are close to death anyway, but then it just spreads to those who are not terminally ill but in some degree of pain or discomfort. And then there was that very sad case of some woman in WA whose life was terminated because she was just bored with living you know she uh, didn't want to live anymore she was not uh, terminally ill or even uh, seriously ill from anything Uh, it's just very sad these people need counseling and more social interaction with with other people of goodwill uh, not not to have their lives terminated life is such a great uh, gift from god and it's very sad when it's just uh, taken away Uh, we have no right to do that And coming back to the way we started our conversation, that the Christian pro-life application is that we just don't kill people. And uh, there might be some exceptions around the idea of going to war, but when it comes to issues around abortion and euthanasia and infanticide and various ways that people kill people, the pro-life position for Christians is we just don't kill people. So let me point people to what is happening in Tasmania this coming Sunday, 2 p.m. Tasmanian time on the afternoon, Sunday afternoon, outside Tasmania's parliament. 
And uh, there is a contact there through Pro-Life Victoria. So uh, to be in touch with Pro-Life Victoria, Denise Cameron is the contact there. We're talking today with Babette Francis, who leads Endeavour Forum, uh, endeavourforum.org.au. And uh, Babette, I think you might have some detail on your website too that people might be able to access for that. I think we've had some uh, articles on uh, euthanasia. It'll be on our website. But this is uh, so sad and so... Uh, the, the political situation is so contradictory because uh, country, Western democracies all around the world are moving against capital punishment for uh, the perpetrators of uh, violent crimes, you know, murderers. They're getting going against capital punishment for even the most horrific crimes. And here we are promoting euthanasia for people who are just sick and suffering. I mean, surely our objective should be to ease their pain and suffering and what's more, their loneliness some of these people who are uh, think they, they'd like euthanasia are, are just lonely. You know, they are sick and they are in pain, but not to an extent that can't be endured or that can't be treated. But they're often very lonely, and that is what we should be dealing with. Actually, this problem of loneliness isn't just with uh, sick and terminally ill patients. It's a growing problem in in society where... Uh, we many people live alone and they don't uh, have enough social interaction, affectionate social interaction. I think it's very sad that uh, once upon a time households com- were comprised of, um, you know, for five or six people, and now there are a large number of people living alone. That is very, very, very sad. Well, as you say, it's not just an issue of doctors killing patients. There are answers, and while people might even talk about medical terminologies uh, like palliative care, we've got uh, all of us have a role to play because uh, loneliness is a big issue when it comes to the intimacy that people have uh, that gives them something to live for. Babette, I want to thank you so much for taking some time to give us your thoughts today. Endeavourforum.org.au, details about the demonstration outside of Tasmania's Parliament on Sunday. Look for Pro-Life Victoria. Uh, Babette, thanks so much for your time today on 2020. Thank you very much for having me, Neil, and uh, blessings on your ministry. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.